Welcome to Forget the Norm, the podcast that will help you let go of society's outdated timelines. I'm Sophia. Are you ready for a chat? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Forget the Norm. And this episode is titled The Selfish Generation. And I wanted to address a topic that is a little bit controversial for some, and that is the fact that our generation or the millennials, and these fall under several categories according to whatever definition you choose to listen to, but The sort of most common one is that millennials were born between the 1980s and the 2000s. And there's this common sort of idea that we are a very selfish generation. And this comes from various different sort of backgrounds. Some of Some people choose to call us selfish because we don't have that motivation to climb up the corporate ladder and stay in the same company for 20, 30 years. Some people say it's because we post a lot of selfies on Instagram. Other people say that it's because we choose to live under our parents' roof maybe a little later than they would, Um, they being the baby boomer generation, for example, so our parents in this case. And they do so so that they could save money to spend more money on themselves. And I wanted to address this because I think that it's such an interesting topic. I definitely consider myself to be a little bit more selfish than, for example, my mom was. Um, And selfish has a very negative connotation. So I want to let you guys know that the definition that I'm using for this episode for the word selfish is someone who's trying to put their own sort of feelings and emotions and wants first. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because putting your needs and wants first is only bad if you're doing that and as a consequence, someone else is coming sort of second or last. But if if it's not affecting anyone else, right? If you putting yourself first is not really having any consequences on anybody else, then is it really that bad of a, of a thing? And one of the things that I wanted to sort of share with you guys in this podcast is this amazing article by a writer from the Time magazine called Joel Stein. It's called Millennials, the Mimi Me Generation, and I'm going to be leaving the link for you guys down below. But I wanted to read to you just a little section of it because I think that it's so interesting. In the U.S., millennials are the children of baby boomers, who are also known as the Me Generation, who then produced the Me 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 Generation, whose selfishness technology has only exacerbated. Whereas in the 1950s, families displayed a wedding photo, a school photo, and maybe a military photo in their homes, the average middle-class American family today walks amid 85 pictures of themselves and their pets. Millennials have come of age in the era of the quantified self, recording their daily steps on Fitbit, their whereabouts every hour of every day on PlaceMe, and their genetic data on 23andMe. They have less civic engagement and lower political participation than any previous group. And I wanted to challenge you to ask yourself, do you consider yourself to be more selfish in the way you're carrying yourself right now than your parents were when they were your age? And do you think that this is particularly a bad thing? Now, I 
want to point out something very important, which is we grew up in an era where we had a lot more information, right? So we grew up with access to information that previously was only available to the wealthy. And this access came through the internet. And this information allowed us to become much more than just what we were taught in school. We were able to sort of read different points of view from those that were in our textbooks. We were able to, you know, get a bigger idea of careers that were out there. The internet in and of itself brought more career opportunities to us. So it's very interesting that, you know, given the situation that we were in, to think about whether they would have been in the same sort of position and whether they would have made some of the same behaviors and, you know, taken some of the same actions that we would had the internet been available to them. And this is something that Joel in his article really portrays very well in a section where he says, they're not a new species. They've just mutated to adapt to their environment. For example, millennials' perceived entitlement isn't just a result of overprotection, but an adaptation of the world of abundance. For almost all of human history, almost everyone was a small-scale farmer, and then people were farmers and factory workers. Nobody gets very much fulfillment from either of those things, says Jeffrey Arnett, a psychology professor at Clark University. I think that this is very interesting, right? We all of a sudden aren't, you know, selfish. We're, we've just adapted. We are now in a society that where constant change is normal, where things that are trending on Twitter one day are blowing up on TikTok the next are irrelevant one day later because of how fast-paced our culture is. And this comes with benefits and comes with consequences. I think that things are moving so fast that it's almost challenging us to, you know, keep up. And keeping up sometimes could, again, challenge the way that we view our current lifestyle. Maybe before we were perfectly satisfied with the way that we were living our life and now we're not anymore because something became cooler and trendier. Maybe you settled down and had kids and all of a sudden traveling is super cheap or maybe you were traveling and all of a sudden the pandemic hit and you're not allowed to travel anymore. And I wanted to, you know, in his article, like I mentioned, he sort of shifts that perspective on purpose, obviously. And this is what he had to say as a final take on our generation. So here's a more rounded picture of millennials than the one I started with, all of which I also have data for. They're earnest and optimistic. They embrace the system. They're pragmatic idealists, tinkerers more than dreamers, life hackers. Their world is so flat that they have no leaders, which is why revolutions from Occupy Wall Street to Tahrir Square have even less chance than previous rebellions. They want constant approval. They post photos from the dressing room as they try on clothes. They have massive fear of missing out and have an acronym for everything, including FOMO. They're financially responsible, although student loans have hit record highs. They have less household and credit card debt than any previous generation on record, which, admittedly, isn't that hard when you're living at home and using your parents' credit card. They love their phones, but hate talking on them. I highly encourage you guys to go and read the rest of this article or the article in full because it's honestly so interesting and it really challenges the whole idea that we're a selfish generation. And I wanted you guys to take three things from today's podcast. The first one is that there is no such a thing as being selfish 
as a generation, in my opinion, because every generation has to deal with such different challenges. So if you ever have someone from either an older generation or a younger one criticizing the way that you do things, when you're trying to internalize that criticism, ask yourself, is this a challenge that they went through? Is this a decision that they had to make? And if not, are they really the best equipped person to be judging you on your decision? The second takeaway I wanted um, to give you guys is to remember that one of the reasons why our generation struggles so much with figuring out what we want to do with our lives, why we take so much time to figure that out, sometimes therefore being labeled selfish, is because we have an unbelievable and never before seen amount of career choices you know being a tiktoker is a career now but being a surgeon still is too but you could also teach but you could teach online to a kid in asia and not really be qualified to be a teacher you get what i'm trying to get at the choices are so enormous that it is normal for us to have to take so long to decide and the third most important lesson I wanted you to take away from this is that it is so absolutely normal if we're taking longer to leave our parents houses than previous generations because those generations probably got to buy their house before 2008 (laughs) they probably got their mortgage approved in a way that would never be accepted in today's day and age and that is so important having a down payment right now is you know massive compared to having a down payment before and this depends on where you are in the world as well but there is such a big difference here so please remember that be kind to yourselves go read that article highly recommend it and your prompt for today's little podcast episode which is a little shorter than usual is what do you think is the biggest advantage of being part of this so-called selfish generation for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast, everyone, and I will see you guys in my next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to Forget the Norm. And remember, it's your life you're living after all. 